Okay. Uh, by the way, before we go into further about traveling, I want to be able to understand, you know, because I think you, you're, you're, what you do is, is, is very broad, you know, it's yeah. broad. So break it down for me, you know, so. Sure, sure. So how do you, how do you um, interact or how do you reach out to clients? Or how do you, how do you market yourself? You know? Sure. So I exclusively now am on social media. 98% of my clients and students come from Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and mm-hmm. even LinkedIn. Um, with 75% of those coming from Facebook alone, I'm, I'm on this. This is my job. I'm on Facebook and that now. The question is, how do you yeah. stand out in a gigantic ocean of people exactly. who are yeah. constantly on there? My biggest thing isn't to stand out as much as it is to be authentic and to be truthful and to be, you know, to connect in that way. And that takes me showing up, but also being my authentic self. So I don't pay for ads. Everything that I do is organic. And it's just a constant, it's, it's a constant connection with the people. And and what happens is it's kind of like an energy too, right? We draw the people into our lives with the energy that we produce and put out into the world. And, you know, it's important for me to connect with people on an authentic level. And so that's how I present myself. You know, I'm, I, I never say I'm going to do something or be somewhere, or I never promote a place or say, you know, Indonesia is a great place to be having never been, there. you know, I, I <laughs> won't do that. And the people, yeah, the people who find yeah. know that, right. They know that, okay, she's mm-hmm. on. And it's that way. It's a constant kind of dance that I do with message me they know that if uh, they have a question i'm going to give that that's i'm going to serve them in that way and be able to connect with them so that they know that yes this is they're going to get an answer or they're going to understand a concept and so the sponsored travel part is a very tiny niche it's very niche yeah and the thing is is most people say when they hear this sponsorship they think oh no i don't want to be an influencer well i'm not an influencer I don't want to be. Yeah, but somehow you are an influencer. <laughs> well, I yeah. influence in, in I I don't influence in the way of saying, you know, and I'll give you an example. If I'm yeah. sponsored at a beautiful hotel or I'm sponsored mm-hmm. in a, an exquisite, you know, for instance, I go to Tuscany and I have these retreats and I, in order to, to include certain um, activities and excursions in my retreat. I have to be sponsored mm-hmm. first to know that they in fact fit with what I'm going, what the retreat's going to be about. So I was on a, a private catamaran because I wanted to, I wanted to have that as part of my retreat. So most yeah. people, what do they do? What does an influencer do? She's in a bikini. She's hanging out half naked. She's laying on. And I don't begrudge anybody that I don't, I think that that's, Hey, use it. Right. Yeah, I yeah, come yeah. to the come to it from a different perspective. I I advertised by sitting with the captain and his wife who cooked us an amazing Italian meal on board. I showed yeah. the experience from that. I showed the scenery. I showed people enjoying themselves jumping in the water of all races, of all colors, of all religions, of all. It didn't matter, right? That's it's relatable to it. Yeah. It's exactly, exactly. Yeah. it's relatable because mm-hmm. not everybody is the size to that can wear a bikini and that's okay. Like I said, it's yeah. yeah. but I think what, what's happening is sponsors and also people are getting tired of that too because yeah. just visiting a place and taking a picture with you in it 
So I come perspective by perspective and I and I bring it to my audience from a different perspective. You know, I started over at 50, right? I started. Wow. Where I was, <clears throat> I had been in Singapore oh, six and Thank you, but it was the best thing in the world, right? It's the best thing that can happen. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Yeah, because it brought me, it gave me the opportunity to say, okay, how do I want to live my life? And I wanted to live it in the most authentic way. And I wanted to yeah. travel. You know, I wanted to travel solo. At that time, I was solo. And for seven years after I traveled solo, I went everywhere. So, so that is where the idea came in. Exactly. You know, I want to be able exactly. to promote, promote these places, talk about right, it. Right. In, in, in their most authentic, authentic exactly. way. Exactly. You know, exactly. Before that, I had started. So I've been in the sponsored travel realm. I've created this program and I've done this for 12 years now. But at that point, I, it was really about the luxury. It was really about getting the freebies. It was really about, you know, traveling the world and being able to stay longer and travel more through the sponsorship. Um, wait a second. I'm so sorry. How did you approach your first client? But I want to go back a little bit. Mm -hmm, I sure, want to go absolutely. back a little bit because you mentioned about um, divorce. I'm so, so, so sorry. Um, That's okay. I just, That's okay. Yeah. So you started traveling after the divorce happened. Like no, traveling alone. I, I traveling alone after the divorce happened. So before yes. that, I had traveled. I had traveled for six years I, oh, yeah. just a traveler. I, my home base was Singapore. I traveled around Southeast Asia. I yeah. went back and forth. Yeah, and okay. what I did was market market for those people, for the high end. When I was oh, in Cebu, so I was marketing. started already. And right. Even, the business was started oh. already. They've already okay. started. So the foundation was there, but it wasn't something yeah. that I needed to do. It was fun. And so mm -hmm. if I'm going to be honest, the substance wasn't there yet. The part of me that fell in love with me first and then the ability to bring people of substance and, and help them, them to market in a way that was different than everybody else hadn't yeah. started yet because I didn't learn my lessons, right? The, the, mm -hmm. None of that came in, none of that came into play. And then when it did, I then shifted focus. I said, okay, how can I then really make a difference? You know, as a 50-year-old woman who started over, you know, and yeah. hadn't zero, zero. I was literally there left pretty much in Singapore by myself, you know, to figure my way and the rest of life with zero money. Like I had been, boom, that was it. Life changed as I For real? And so I, yeah, for real. I had zero to figure money. out, okay, now 16 cents I'm, was in the bank. I have a big, I have a, wow. famous, I have a famous, a famous blog post that went viral. And it was, it was, yeah, it was literally Wait 16 a second. cents was in the bank. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, hold back a little bit because this is, this is something that I want to learn too. Sure, you know, sure. I hear that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Divorce. Wait a second. Mm -hmm. Did you guys have kids? No, I didn't. I had kids with a former husband. So yeah, okay. I did not have okay, kids. That's out of the equation. That's out so, of the equation. Yeah. So so sixteen cents, right? Mm -hmm. In the bank. Cents, yeah. US cents. Okay. Divorce. <laughs> so emotionally you were not yeah. there. Financially you were broken as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Um so where did the support system uh, went in? You know, emotionally, financially, was there friends? Yeah. Well, well I went back home. I I, I have six children. So they were all grown. They have children of their own. And so I went, I came, I made my way back to the U.S. And of course, okay. I stayed with them while I was figuring out what it was I was going to do. Mm, okay. And what I did okay. start doing is what I knew, right? I was in the online space and I found ways to make money through managing somebody's social media here, doing some writing here. You know, I piecemeal yeah. things together with the idea that I was going to create a program 
that I loved and offered it to other people all the while so, trying to out So how long, how long was your leverage, you know, staying and thinking, you know, oh, what am I going to do? It Where was about start? a year and a half before a and a half. I, yeah, before I made, made the income that I, and, and part of that was literally, so six months into this. So I came back to the U S in 2016 and or excuse me 2015 and then in 2016 i decided to take what i call a soul searching trip and i went to tuscany for three months i stayed there and that's where i dove into what is this? that was the first traveling uh, traveling alone after the divorce exactly so, that was the first sort one. of like can you consider that travel um you know as, as a sort of like healing it, and, absolutely you know, soul searching i've written about that. tell me about it tell me yeah, about it. when it was, you left did you look forward to like meeting somebody like no, um, you know, no. going looking for a fresh start? And... No, no. What what I knew is you know part of healing is to is to figure out you know your mistakes, right? And so yeah. what had to happen is I was the common denominator in the failure of relationships, so I had to start there, right? You have to start mm -hmm. with the common denominator, which was me. Whether what happened to me was fair or not, I still drew these people into my life, so. I needed to figure out. That's a very that. noble thing to say. Yeah. Well, it's true too. You know, you can't heal and you can't be a, a better person. You can't change unless you figure out your role in your own life, right? Mm -hmm. And why we do what we do. So that was a that was a healing journey, and that was the trip that I decided to do to, to fund and and go to Tuscany to heal. Why Tuscany? I don't know any more than you would know. I I, I kind of decided it was going to be Tuscany or it was going to be. Spain, because my family, I have some family from Spain. So I thought, okay, maybe I'll go to Spain. Tuscany, maybe because I was watching Under the Tuscan Sun, maybe because I was watching <laughs> Pray Love. Whatever it was, I was drawn to it. And there was a reason for that, because that mm, fact is where okay. I did heal. So, um, and sorted all those things out. Part of that was going to be, what was I going to do? What was I going to recreate? in what I'd already laid the foundation down for, which was the sponsored travel and my my love of travel. And at the time I was, you know, I was single for seven years I, on purpose. You know, I didn't uh -huh. want, I wasn't ready and I didn't want anybody in my life. So I traveled solo. I traveled to Tuscany and to Spain and I've been to Indonesia and Malaysia and the Maldives and all those places alone, you know, on mm -hmm. purpose to to learn about me, to learn about, you know, what I wanted, what I liked, what I didn't like, what I was, boundaries I was going to set, all those beautiful things that you learn when you recreate mm -hmm. yourself. As okay, a 50 year old woman, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, you know, pull back a little bit. You know, I have a lot of questions. Oh, I might, I might forget them. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's try because, you know, just like what you said, you know, your 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 career is actually really broad, you know, as, a, mm -hmm. as an observation as well. I want to, I want to cut it to like, I, I mean, I want to pie them, you know, piece them together. Um, going back to traveling. Sure, sure. You know, traveling. Um, how did you choose your travels? Was it random or because there was a sale on, you know, the, 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 no. the, the fare is cheap? This was, no. I, I'm talking about before you got sponsored. You right, know? right. So, so honestly, was it was it by choice because I want to go to this country? Mm -hmm. okay. It was by choice. It was by choice because there was something about it that called me and I wanted to learn more because I, I love, love culture. I love people. I love food. So, yeah. you know, what I, when I saw 
And, and that literally in the beginning, that's what it was. Now, when I lived in Singapore, it was more because of the convenience of it, right? That, I mean, yeah. Singapore is centrally located to so many beautiful countries that I was exactly. going to experience every yeah. single one of them while I was yeah. there. And so that was that decision. And then as I started making those decisions, what built the business was me talking about it and me writing about it and me posting about it. And then it kind of just happened, right? People started, you know, people started seeing it, you know, when you learn about algorithms and you learn about how these social media platforms work, mm -hmm. people started seeing more about that and then started reaching out to me, tourism boards and, you know, directors of PR wow. and things like I'm that impressed. started reaching out to me. Wow. Um, in what what did happen was I, you know, I'm a dog with a bone too. When I want something, when I see something, I, I figure out how to do it. And my biggest one was in in Singapore and in Indonesia, Malaysia. There's a company called YTL. They're one of the biggest, uh, most luxurious companies. If you look them up, YTL. Um, okay. And the owner has since died, but he was he he was he set up this amazing um, group of like uh, kind of island resorts. And what I loved about him was that he was very much about reducing the, the imprint, the footprint, I should say, of people on these islands and making it as, as you know, farm to table and holistic as possible while still incorporating the beauty of luxury in. So yeah. I was very attracted to that. And I wanted to be sponsored by them. But I wasn't a, a movie star. I wasn't this big famous. His best friend was Pavarotti. So <laughs> Luciano wow. Pavarotti was one of his best friends. So, you know, I had a challenge, but it so happened that their main office was in Singapore. Mm -hmm. And so I went down there and from the lobby. I called up and asked <laughs> to speak to the manager and she was an amazing human. And she came down and I bought her a coffee. And we was, it, was it easy? Was it easy to get an appointment for, you know, no, somebody like no, that? No, it's not. Busy? No, I just yeah. happened to stop in and I happened to say, would you like a coffee? And, and she happened to no. say yes. So, she so, so, so you went in the office. I did. Uh, I just went right you there. You didn't set any appointment. No, no. So I never do. would it get to any appointment. No, because what happens yeah. is people put it off and put it off and put it off. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like I said, I'm a dog with a ball. If I want something, I'm going to go. But that's what life is, right? It's chance. It's, she's it's, Chinese? It's I'm beautiful. sorry. Um, she is, I believe she's Malaysian and Singaporean. Okay. I believe she's Malaysian okay. and Singaporean. Mm. Yeah. So um, I don't know that she works for them. So wait a second. Anymore. How did you approach her? How did you? Approach I her? I asked if she was in. I told her I was in the lobby. I told them I was in the lobby. I probably uh. insinuated in some way without lying because I, I'm very truthful. I don't believe in lying that I was there yeah. for an appointment. I just said, "Hey, I'm in the lobby and I'm looking for." Um, I forget her name now. We have we've lost touch, but still, I, you know, I said I'm looking for. Is she in? I was wondering if she's in, and they said yes, she is. Probably assuming that I was supposed to be there. And she gets on the phone, hello. And I go, well, hi, it's Marie Hernandez of Seriously Travel. I'm in the lobby. I'd love to buy you a coffee and talk to you more about the YTL group. And she's like, well, I'm coming up on a break. Sure. <laughs> so she wow. Came down. What a we way sat, to find a client. Yeah. We sat down and became very, yeah. like, really good friends for a while. Like, we we had that business mm -hmm. connection, but she was also a sweetheart. Like, she was, she was just a sweet person. She young. And so... She, she, was yes, she, she, yeah, she young. was probably, I don't think she was 30 yet when I met her. I don't that now it's been seven wow. years, eight years. So yeah. Nice. yeah. Okay. So I meet, I, I kind of like pitched myself and told her, I said, you know, I might be new at this, but I know I'm my love of travel, my love of connection, my, my ability to write. I'm a very good writer. Mm -hmm. 
I want, you know, I would love the chance. So she gave me two nights at like one of, one of these places. I blew it out of the water with the article and I started talking about it on social media. And by the end of my time in Singapore, I had been one of their exclusive writers and they sent me on seven different into seven different places. Sometimes over the water bungalows by myself, like unbelievable, oh my God. like unbelievable. So yeah, Wait a second. Was, Hold on. Yeah. What are your platforms? YouTube? Uh, I have uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, Twitter. and LinkedIn. I use LinkedIn a lot. I do. Where do you write your articles? I have my own uh, my own blog as well. But here's the beauty of it: I've gotten away from that. I've actually I utilize Facebook about seventy five percent of the time. I have a private group. I have my student groups on Facebook, and I have you know my courses on Thinkific, but I'm primarily on Facebook and then Instagram and Twitter will be second, LinkedIn will be third. And it's all word of mouth now. 12 years in, it's word of mouth. You know, teach me, teach me your ways, master. (laughs) What a job. Yeah. The beautiful thing is, is that when people love to travel and they, they kind of are interested, they hear the sponsored travel thing. And I also teach social media, not how to manage social media, not mm-hmm. how to post on social media, how to connect, how to connect like a heart. Let me understand that. Let me understand that. Hold on just a minute. I'm sorry. Sure. Give him there. No, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm just really curious. So when you travel, you know, mm-hmm. the first thing that comes into mind, especially when you, tra- uh, when you promote a country or a company or yeah. a brand, mm-hmm. you know, what are your gadgets? Do you carry a camera with you or is it how do you take the pictures? How do you do you have any cinematic, um, you know, video shots? And do you narrate or do you stand in front of a camera? Do you do you do you become a host? Do you become a vlogger? Hi, we're <laughs> travels today. Let's talk about this and that. Or like, you'll be shocked. You'll yeah. be shocked. I have my iPhone, mm-hmm. and that's it. Which is more natural, by the way. And that yeah. It. That's it. What I do is I run, I do, I create a before, during, and after social media marketing campaign. And I, I send them this itinerary of what I'm going to promise them, which are blog posts and also post because now social media has become, especially Facebook has become really a micro blog, right? We can write beautiful, beautiful, Instagram. So I, exactly. So I actually create stories and reels and posts, mm-hmm. both long ones and short mm-hmm. ones. And and I create, tell them how many times I'm going to post. I do interviews. I'll do live videos when I'm there, which is fantastic, right? Because the algorithm yeah. doesn't work with a live video. You can get as many people. It can't limit. The algorithm on Facebook can't yet limit who sees your video when you're live. So if you have, you know, I have probably 10,000-ish on my business page but on my personal page i have 5500 those are the people that i have the how long did it take you to get that number in a 5500 on on facebook on my personal page oh gosh since i've been back so i mean i don't know maybe four years it's again yeah and and that's only because i don't run ads i don't believe in them yet now i'm not gonna say no you should. No, I don't. I and the reason why I, I yeah. well, the reason why I don't is because I want to be able to tell people that it's possible organically. And when I do, I'm not saying that I'll never po- boost a post or I'll never do that. When that time comes, if and when that time comes, I'll be all open and honest about that too. Yeah, I will because mm-hmm. I want to connect organically. 
to me, the random person that happens to see something, I, I, I can't build a relationship on an app. And I, so okay. for me, it's the relationship that's mm-hmm. so incredibly important. I'm not selling a product, actually. I get product boosting products. Yes, the more people that can see, the more might be interested in your cup or your t-shirt or your hat. And they, yeah. the more people met want to buy it. For me, mm-hmm. when I sense, when I promote someone's business, I want to promote their soul. I want to promote who they really are. Why do they have that restaurant? Why do they cook that particular thing? Why do they love the the villa that they happen to be, you know, living in yeah. that you're coming to visit? What's behind that story? And the only way to do that is to connect with them, to connect with them before I visit them, to connect with them while I'm there. Like what ends up happening is I, we might organize something. Okay, you come for three or four nights and meals are included. And, okay. you know, I'll show you the best of my services and property. I that was actually my next question, yeah. you know. Um, I leave I, I think it depends. Member. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no. By the time I leave, I'm a family member. I come back mm-hmm. and I'll spend a couple of days with them as a family member. I don't even have, they don't want to even nice. expect me to nice. promote anymore, though I do. Yeah. And then what happens is naturally I start sending people there and that's where passive income comes in. Because I'll get commissions on sending those people there. Because I'll get commissions on sending a retreat nice. there or having a retreat there. But it's all built on the upfront relationship. Because we live in a world that's so disconnected right now. Everything's about me and how much money I can make and how much exposure I can have and me, 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 me. And so for me, it, it's really, you know, when I close my eyes for the last time, I want to say, gosh, I have friends and every corner of the world i have family there that i care about wow. these experiences yeah. are so amazing and i got to teach people how to do it too because that's how you change the world right one person at a time yeah. one connection at a time one you know light and love wish and a prayer at a time and that's that's really what it's about so for me you know i i it's not that i don't like the ads i don't feel that i can connect through that i'd rather take my time to organically connect with the business and people and then have them, have them I enjoy. Ag- that. I agree with you hundred percent. You know, and you know what's funny about this because my work, you know, my my job is to create ads. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm a social um, social media expert. Mm-hmm. Um, I create videos. You know, I've worked. I I had you know uh, quite a few clients. Sure. Um, I had Coca Cola. I had the United Nations. I had DCMI, locals, right. uh, big companies, startup companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I do voiceovers for for right. everything. Now, so yeah. I did cartoon characters. I did uh, uh, video game characters as well. Um, but to be honest with you, you know, um, yeah, I'm not going against what I do, but I do understand no. what you're saying. No, not at all. And I think there's a no. place for everything. There is, ma'am, absolutely, Marie. You know what? What? What you? What you are saying now is promoting the product without. We have to understand that it's a business by the end of the day, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yours is genuine, you know. Um, but but what we do when we when we deliver ads, because people's attention span is very very you know it's very oh. it's very small. <laughs> yeah, you can have the most wonderful intro. People are gonna scroll up. Nobody's gonna see that. Um, right. But, but right. Exactly. But people who are looking for you know purposely looking for something, a they don't want to see yeah right. a connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For example, I want to go to this island and all you see, you know, the beautiful beaches, the beautiful women, you know, that's right. not real. Yes, no. they're there. Of course, but, but right. 
as somebody who wants to go for a vacation, especially when you're when you're alone or with your mm-hmm. with, with with your family, you know, yes, there's always going to be a market for everybody. You know, some of people course. want something that vapid or something right. want something that you know somehow shallow or beautiful women you know bars and you know, where do i want to drink great yada 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 but for somebody for most people who wants to spend because you have to understand people travel because you know it could be soul searching it could be for healing mm-hmm. um you know to get away from the big city to 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 somehow you know i want to be i, I want to be i want to feel connected with nature you know, right. I want to unplug myself from from the concrete jungle, from my emails, from this and that. Exactly. So if I see this somebody, you know, uh, a person who's genuine, is talking about how how she's is experiencing towards a certain, you know, uh, place, you know, the mm-hmm. brand, the product, and everything. Yes, you're selling me. You're you're pitching me a product. Absolutely. Time, Absolutely. But at the same time, your method is just like what I said. It's relatable. It's it's feels sincere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, you want to go for a vacation, you know, this and that, pop, 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 pop. Right, right. You know, right. for only 10% discount, you, you get to do this and get to do right. that. You know, it's it's quick. It's quick because people want quick. Um, you know, call now and you get to avail this and that, you know. Everything now is selling, you know. Right. There's no everything is product pitching. Yes. Everything. 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 Yeah. And in some way, even I do that, but I do it through emotion. I choose mm-hmm. emotional marketing is what I choose and what the, what the, what I call it, actually. My programs are based on emotional marketing because everything we do is based on emotion, right? We buy yeah. because of the way we feel. We're, we're connected That's to the very true. because of the, well, yeah. of the feelings that it elicits in us. It, we do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it in an authentic way, because I, I have experienced it because of my emotions, I'm going to draw those people in, right? Those people who feel similarly or want to feel similarly or have the same experience or inspired by me in some way. That's more authentic than when they go to that particular place or go to that, you know, experience, have that experience. It's going to be more authentic to them. It's going, they're already going to have vetted it out because they're going to have seen me talked about it, seen me there. So there's, it's yeah. almost a guarantee that they're going to have a beautiful time. Because yeah. in following me and keep coming back and seeing me on social media, they see that I, yes, in fact, I'm authentic. Exactly. You know, those things are, and, yeah, I experience yeah. it. And if it's, the thing is, too, is, you know, I have to be careful with that, too. I very rarely have a terrible time. Very rarely. Yeah. Very true. Once or twice something has happened. And then I've given grace to the owner and said, hey, this happened and they fixed it. Only one time in the 12 <laughs> years that I've been doing this, as someone has said, too bad, I don't want to fix it. And I mean, I don't know, maybe he had a bad day, but he, you know, that was one time. So I chose not to talk about it because I'm not that mm. person either. Leave it out. The, okay. Right. The energy mm. that you bring. Now, if I feel that there's something important that you need to know, mm. I will say, private message me for any additional questions you might have, which then it gives them, oh, maybe I should. Maybe I have a question and I'm going to private message her and ask her. Yeah, because, it, you know, I you know, Yeah. But sometimes, you know, leaving out the ones that you've noticed, which, you know, needs to be better or needs to be fixed. Right. right. Um, the other person or the, your followers, you know, your viewers might might encounter that. And, oh, why right. was not this mentioned? And exactly. I didn't bother yeah. to ask you because it was just one, you know, you know, the judgment. Right. You know, I got my judgment based on, you know, your 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 mm-hmm. blog or your, right. your article. Another, so, yeah. uh, to speak to that, another, another, what I've built, the reputation that I've built, too, is, 
if I go on a sponsorship and it's not up to par, there's something wrong. Like, you know, I don't know what's, and again, I have not experienced it because again, it's an energy that draws it in, right? So I draw in the sponsorships that are, that work with me, that are aligned with me because of who I am. So Mm -hmm. like I said, I had one in 12 years that, that wasn't right. And I didn't talk about it that I choose not to talk about it at all. Like I will go to the place and say, thank you for your, for your sponsorship. But I, I also, I also have a contract because there's a business end to all of this too. Right. We love to believe that there's, you know, lying love leads the world and that nobody's going to go back on their contract. But I do have a contract as well. And, and, you know, that it, it says that if there's something that can't be rectified for various reasons, then I'll choose not to promote. And that's the, that's kind of like the, so that you know, happened before. That just one. That time. happened just, just one, time. one time. Have you ever tried, for example, you know, you know, um, going to a client, you know, sp- sponsoring things without e- expecting anything, you know, because it has to be somehow, just like what you say, natural. You know, the experience has to be spontaneous. Uh, that that's the most sincere. Um, uh, but when you get there, most of your experience is so, so negative that you don't want to put it out there. Have you ever tried that? Experience? No, there's never, there's, that's never been the case. <laughs> do you research I, before going in? And I do because I, again, it's yeah. an area that I want to go to. I never go somewhere yeah. just to go. It has to yeah. resonate with me in some way. Or what if something is presented to you without your I've, knowledge? It's something I've, new. Yeah, I've turned down. You've turned down. Sure. Okay. Yeah, because they're not aligned with who I am. You know, I'm not. I'm not a backpacker. I'm not. <laughs> I'm oh, so that, that was that was. So if someone comes, backpacking says, is fun. You should try. It is it. fun. No, I have. Yeah, yeah. I'm plenty. I've slept in tents plenty of times. I've been backpacking. Yeah. I've done the hiking thing. Now I'm older. Mm-hmm. I prefer not to anymore. So it's not <laughs> my niche anymore. But I will tell. <laughs> Honestly, but I, I swear to God, yeah. But I will say that I'll say this isn't aligned with my audience either because a lot of my audience is 50 years and older women who love to travel solo. I don't they think so. I don't think so. Maybe not, but that's. I don't think so. Right with, now, because traveling yeah. is very broad. It is you know? broad, but remember, I've there niched are, it down now. Yeah, and also my branding, are, my personality has niched it down so that the followers and the words that I use, the algorithms that I use on social media, the hashtags, all of those words now draw to me pretty much those people. So it's naturally niched itself down. Travel absolutely is very broad, but remember yeah. there are definitely brands in travel. There's niche, there's a niches in travel, Tra- you know, glamping or you, or, you know, skydiving or all of those things have little niches mm-hmm. in it. Mine happens to be women who are 50 years or older. And that's primarily who my students are, who my clients are. And that's who I speak to because of the experiences that I've had at those certain ages. Mm-hmm. So okay. again, yeah. remember, and you as a social media expert know that the algorithms, they hear us now, the words are being registered. Yeah. And so that's who's going to see most of my my postings and stuff. And that's who I speak to as well in the, when, I, yeah. when I'm speaking about different things. So yeah, it has niched itself down a little bit because travel is so broad. So I, I do, yeah. my branding is my branding. It does draw in those people that are going to be aligned with what I do. So, yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, because I, I suggest that you just, uh, yeah, you, you do your, you know, you promote your thing and do your thing. But I'll t- I tell you, you're going to be surprised off uh, on, on what uh, audience we're going to draw in. You know, even if... Sure, you, absolutely. Uh, there yeah. are younger audiences or there are, yes, there are there younger are. people who there have are. different hobbies. So think differently. Absolutely. You know, their hobbies are different. No. 
Not everybody yeah. wants to skydive. I'm young. I never want, I, I'm afraid of heights. I've done that too. <laughs> so, yeah. By the way, yeah. Marie, I want to ask you uh, if it's okay. Um, when it comes to the sponsorship package, it, it has to be different in every client, right? It does. But most Absolutely. Of the time, what do they give? Uh, free food, accommodation, uh, uh, plane tickets, you know, free travel back and forth. Right. Um, most of the time, it doesn't involve monetary, but it's more of an, like an X deal. You promote right, exactly. and we pay right. for your expenses. But right. there, so I think that's a difference between a celebrity because mm -hmm. most influencers, uh, you have know, to be paid, or they now, want yeah, to, be they paid. have to be yeah. paid. You know, there has to be a talent fee. Uh, exactly. Outside, you know, aside from the um, the accommodation and the hotels mm -hmm. and everything, the food, mm -hmm. they they have a compensation, right? Right, right. Um, but wait a second. When when you when you um when you present yourself, do you promise anything by the end of the day? Do you create? I'm I'm, I'm imagining your you have your PowerPoint and these are the aims or these these are the expectations. Mm -hmm. What what are my objectives are? Can you break mm -hmm. it down for me when you sure. present that? So when we when I approach somebody or right now I don't I rarely approach people. People approach me now just because I built nice. this over all those years. When yeah. they when they come to me, I do present them. I I have a, a, a what I do is a proposal. I send them a proposal that breaks down my you know my follower numbers but it's not really again that's not what the importance is the importance is is they see the engagement through my social media that's the mm -hmm. first thing okay. they do that's what draws them to me mm -hmm. that's where they come from is social media and they see that i've been to other places they see the, just in the comments itself they see that's what they want they also know who i am because they probably you know stalked my social media which is public and i'm happy for them to do that yeah, when we've course, set up yeah. an exchange it's usually I'm going to be posting. So I do a before, during, and after social media, um, what I call a social media marketing uh, program that I do for them. Okay. So before, once we agree on it, then I start promoting them immediately. I put out a, hey, this is my a sponsorship coming up in, let's say, Cebu. And then I say, mm -hmm. this is what, and I'll tag them in it. So already the interest is coming. And I can't tell you how many times. Now, I'm very honest and say, I haven't been there yet. But I can't yeah. wait to get there to see what I'm going to experience because I never want them to think I and I tell my sponsors this, too. I'm not going to promote you until I've experienced it mm -hmm. because it mm -hmm. might not be aligned. It might not yeah. be a good time. And I'm you know, I'm not going to do that. That's my own. So what I say in that post, that before post is just just got a sponsorship with Moe's and Pick from in Cebu. Cannot wait to experience it. Their a website looks company. fantastic. Their their yeah. their their hotel looks beautiful. The photos are amazing. And what I'll do is I'll use a photo of theirs. I'll you know yeah. use actually one of their photos because I haven't experienced it yet. But I'm mm. very clear about that in my post. What ends up happening is my followers know Marie's not going to take that. She's not going to accept it unless it's already aligned with her. I cannot tell you how many times people are like, can you give me the, the your contact name? I'm going there next month with my family. I'd like to check it out. Already, which then is social proof to my sponsor. Oh my yeah. God, I'm getting attention already. Wow. Then when I get there, I break it down. So I offer them, I offer them stories and reels, daily posts, live videos. Mm -hmm. And then I will write, like I'm, I'm um, close to the editor-in-chief of the hotel guide. And the hotel guide is a, 
It started in Texas and it's international now. There's about 10 million subscribers to this magazine and they do everything. It's not just about hotels. It's about experiences and international travel, international expat life. Like every, They do everything, health and wellness, you name it. So what I usually do is I, I have kind of a car blanche to write, write for them. I've been working with them for like 11 years. And I'll, yeah. I'll promise a art, an article there. So that's like a free advertisement to 10 million subscribers. Mm-hmm. So that, that works yeah. in with it too. Then I collaborate. Collaboration is huge, right? You know that. So I'll collaborate with so, other travelers and say, hey, you know, do you want to collaborate on this? I'll write an article for your blog. Yeah, sure, definitely. So it, it, that helps them to get exposed too. But what they're really looking for is the social media exposure. The blog posts yeah. are great. But remember the days where you would try to go on in your blog post, you try to get people to go to your social media platforms. It's the yeah. opposite now. Or everybody's trying to drag people onto their blog, you know, trying to get those Google hits, trying to get all of that where it's people are, like you said, short attention spans. They want instant gratification. That's what the sponsors mm-hmm. are looking for, too, because they know when someone's on Facebook and if they're an engaged follower of mine, that that that's a win for them already. So, yes, I promised them we break it down. I now I'm at the point where, again, there's no money change, but now I'm experienced enough that I can ask for certain things that somebody who's new to it cannot. So now I can ask for a week stay somewhere, you know, and that's accommodation, meals and excursions at a, at a resort or somewhere else that's, you know, mm-hmm. small. Like, so I can ask for that now because the exposure is going to be every single day. And then what I also promised them is three to six months of continued exposure after my visit. So I'll continue once a month to send out, you know, posts and put pictures because I take thousands and thousands of pictures and I'll continue to do that. Once in a while, if it's something really big, like I stayed in a villa in Tuscany on a vineyard, it was a private villa. It was about $1,200 a night for the villa. I got my own maid. I got everything, my own cook, everything. (laughs) And so what I did do is I did hire a video editor and a drone expert and we, I did offer them a big a big professional video nice. commercial for their website. So it just depends, right? But for the average stay, it's the social media exposure that they're looking for. They're looking for the connection and the engagement with your audience on social media. Mm. So that's that's what I promised them. And that consists of, you know, the, the postings every day, reels, stories, and that's across the board on all my social media. Wow. You know, um, by the end of each a trip, for example, you know, you have your blog posts and everything. You have your reels, right? Mm-hmm. And I assume that you you do that. You you update them. You know, I'm I'm on my way there. And then when you get there, you do your last. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you do a full editing um, after that? You no, know, like a summary of your trip, like a, a video only, mm-hmm. you know? I don't. Um, I don't. No, I don't. Do I, I could. Yeah, I could. It's yeah. just that with everything... Imagine, imagine how you know you know because it could be, um, it has a lot of purpose. First oh, of all, of course, it's absolutely. feeling because it reminds yeah. you where you went. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and yeah. you oh, absolutely. And you There's endless yeah. things that I could offer, but at some point I have because I do have my my programs and my classes and my one-on-one clients, and I'm constantly doing retreats and stuff. You're yes, I can offer that. I, at some yeah. point, I have to draw the line in the sand and say I can't. I can't do too much, but yeah, you're right. It would be, it's probably even more, especially with the retreats, you know, they would be an even better, uh, you know, selling point. Don't have a problem selling them, but I, it would be a nice uh, commercial kind of thing to have a, a professional editing 
video done. And like I said, yeah. it, it, with a big project I do, but with the smaller ones, it's just not, it's not it's possible with everything else that comes of that, you know, that's, that requires. And again, I don't pass this off to other people. I do everything myself because it's important, right? I'm the connection. I'm where the sponsors, who they want to see. So it's, it's, I have a team of VA and you know, copywriter and stuff, but I don't, I don't pass too much to anybody else. I have to be there. It's me they're looking for. So, when you do this travels, do you go alone or do you have a team with you? You take. I have taken a team again during that one that was really big, where we okay. created the commercial stuff. Yeah, the, the drone and team. everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a drone expert. I had a photographer. And I had a. Um, but most times, but most times it's just me. Most times in the past it's just me, but now I have a, a partner, so we travel to. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I want to ask you something about um, because I want to dig in in your job because it it seems very interesting, you know. Because mm-hmm. the you know just like what they say, you know, the biggest product that you can actually promote and the hardest that you can promote mm-hmm. is not something that's made of their bottle. It's not a perfume. It's not a shirt. It's yeah. yourself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, we have singers, we have we have um, actors, and we, we, there's you know they they have different crafts, but. Right. For you to be able to be a host, you know, you're self-made, so to speak. You're not tied yes. into a network. You're not mm-hmm. tied into a powerhouse media. No. Nothing like that. You are you. You are your own brand. You're mm-hmm. Marie Hernandez, and mm-hmm. you created. You're self-made. You know, that's not easy to do nowadays. No, no, um, it's not. So I want to ask you: um, did, did was there a time that you had a brittle spirit that do it? I can't do this anymore. It's not just <laughs> Did you have those uh, I days? Think, I think, yeah, honestly, I think. Like, oh, what am I going to do? Well, this is not going to be real. Because anything that's attached to art, because this art, you are an artist, yeah. you know? Yeah. In a, in a Most sense, artists yeah. don't make a lot of money, you know? So at the beginning, I did. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So, I so, think like anything else, like anybody else's success, it's it, the pa- you have to be passion-driven. And it's the passion for your art. It's the passion for what mm-hmm. you do that sustains and gets you past the times when you're not making the money that you want to make. And that's mm-hmm. anything. I mean, it's, you know, it was Disney. It was, you know, Elon Musk at some point. Everybody yeah. started exactly. you know, as not, not being big and not having a name, and not being a brand. And it's the passion. Wow. So you have to, your, your passion has to outweigh your fear. And that's exactly what it is. Your fear of failure, your fear of not being good or of being judged or of being, you know, oh. of, of not achieving things. Your passion has to outweigh that. And when it does, it just naturally happens. It does. It's, it's, it's a mind shift. It's not. And again, I'm not, you know, I don't wake up with, you know, <laughs> rainbows coming at me every day. You know, yeah. it's a job. Like there are some days I just don't want to do it, but I do mm-hmm. because I love it. I l- absolutely love it. And I want to make a difference. I want. I want to make a difference and, and the money, you know, the money is, in, is kind of like a byproduct of my passion. It comes because I love what I'm doing. So yeah, that's, that's honestly, that's really how it works. You know what? Um, those are beautiful nuggets, you know, those are beautiful, like, um, and they are cliche for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. But it's yep. absolutely what you hear from successful people. Yeah. You know, it has to be a passion. Yeah. Um, just like what they say, a passion never gets you tired because it's it's something that you love to do. But there's going to be times when, like, dude, you know, realistically, I I, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I I I, I want to make money, and this is not my path. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, I want to ask you because you are obviously successful, you know, and it's nice to have you here, honestly. Um, Thank you. Did you give yourself a timeline like, Marie, if I can't do this, if I can't pick myself up, if if I won't get, you know, a traffic or if I don't get um, eyes or views, this is the time that I'm going to stop. Did you have that sort of timeline or you just kept it going and going and going? Honestly, you, and this yeah. is, I get asked that a lot. I do. And honestly, the yeah. answer is no. There, So failure wasn't an option for me. It just wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, there was no timeline. Like if I don't do this by the third year in or by November or October, I I have goals. I, I set goals. I set, you know, okay, this is what I want to do next or this is what I want to do next. But I don't give up until I'm achieving what I want to achieve until I know that I'm offering value. I have to shift and I have to alter and I have to add and I have to subtract. Yes. But for me, I, no, I will not give up. I'm, it, it's, it isn't an option for me. It isn't, you know, I didn't give myself a timeline. I'm going to do it or I'm not. And that's, you know, I'm going to do it until I'm no longer here. And that's just it. And, you know, again, it's, it's, there's never a guarantee, is there? You know, when you get a job with someone else, there's no guarantee there. You're never going to get fired. No, we, we also, have this yes, we have this false sense of safety, right? Like, oh my exactly. God, I'm working yeah. for this corporation. Well, guess what? The guy that owns that corporation or the woman that owns that corporation is out on that island enjoying themselves because you're doing the work. So why shouldn't it be you? Like that's how I see yeah. it. You know, it's, it, it's, I'm gonna work for myself. I'm gonna do what I love and I'm gonna make it work. And that's that's really I don't think of it in any other terms. I don't think of quitting. Yeah, do I get like, oh my God, this is just didn't work the way that I wanted to. All right, let me shift and figure out what I need to do to make it work. That's part of any mm-hmm. any entrepreneurial life. That's just part of anybody who wants to live a life of passion, mm-hmm. do what they want, or build a business. It's just part of it. But, you know, they have that all also that other cliche, you know, just when the the minute that you you decide to quit is that next step would have been your success. You're always on the on the edge of success and that's true it, it happens that way so yeah mm-hmm. uh, marie you know since you uh, mentioned about business obviously you are your business right mm-hmm. um and i can imagine but you mentioned a while ago that the times there's times that you actually turn down clients because that's not what you are trying to promote right um me when i did my ads there were clients that i just said yes to because i needed the money of you course know, because of course yeah I just started on COVID, you know, I just started in COVID. I I, yeah. I, I used to work in abroad. Mm-hmm. I went back home for a vacation and all of a sudden, 2020, I went back 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I came here to the Philippines, 2020, January, and then COVID happened. I never got back. <laughs> so, so when I, when I did that, um, I, I, I went on to email different clients, you know, small scale, a medium, you know, you have to be thick skinned, you know, sure, sure. rejection is not something that oh, I get. It's huge. It's okay. No. Yeah. Right. So when I started to get clients, you know, sometimes it goes up, look, I can't believe that they are reaching, reaching for me and they want me to, to, to be the voice of their brand. There's a lot of people that's way better than me, way more experience, way more better studio, blah, 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 yada, yada. And there's times when. Um, okay, for the month, oh, I only got one client or two. Most of them I don't even like. I can't turn them down. The money is not great, but I have to, but I have to take it in. Um, in your case, you mentioned that you you actually turned down clients, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
um, if it's okay to ask, I'm sorry, you know, I'm just... No, don't be sorry, you're fine, ask anything. Yeah, <laughs> business-wise, um, mm -hmm. is there a slow month for you or maybe um, right now you're successful, so... Yeah. You're busy, there's there's always something coming in, you know, your right. VAs, I suppose, they're, yeah. they're telling you, hey, would you like to take this? Is, is that right. what's happening right now? Yeah. So yes. So of, of course, as an entrepreneur, when you're your own brand and your own business, the, the, absolutely the the you know the ups and downs of every month that's not consistent that happens. Exactly. That absolutely happens. I love when I see those. You know, and again, I begrudge nobody anything, but I love when I on Facebook when I see people have consistent ten thousand dollar months, have consistent twenty five thousand dollar months. That yeah. doesn't exist because you can't predict. You can just do what you can do. And you can't mm. predict. Sometimes it's going to be much, much better. And if it's not, that's okay, too. Like, there's, you know, you have to be smart and know your bottom line, obviously, and you have to set yourself up for that. But you have to mm. go. That has to be part of going with the flow, too, when you're in this type of business with, and in the online world. And so, yeah, there are months that are better and there are months that are not so much. But everything to me is fantastic. And I'm grateful for it all. So because of that 16 cent. <laughs> that 16 cent half a year that I had, I'm grateful for it all. So yeah, um, I think that, the, again, that's all based in fear. All of it is based in fear. You know, wow. my gosh, I gosh, I'm just said, you know, all, yeah. all of it yeah. is based yeah. in fear. So yeah. you don't, uh, because right now in, in social media, right? Because I, I want to talk about fear for a moment. Mm -hmm. sure. um, people are so drawn towards trend nowadays. You know, mm -hmm. there's always changes. There's always mm -hmm. going to be the next big thing. Oh, um, you know, uh, who's the most, uh, this, uh, the guy PewDiePie has the most subscribers in YouTube. And after a while, you know, he was, he was, he was, um, bashed for being, for, for, for having racial comments about African-Americans and the subscription yes. got low. Um, right. and it, it's, 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 a uh, people do a lot of, I'm sorry, but I have to say this. People do a lot of stupid things just to be in the trend, yes, you know, because do. that's, yeah especially social media, that that's how mm -hmm. you get attention. You mm -hmm. know, people orchestrate fights, people orchestrate arguments, Absolutely. fabricate yeah. stories just mm -hmm. to get that attention. Being famous is the same as being infamous nowadays. As a matter of right. fact, being infamous and being negative draws attention, draws eyes. Right. Now, I want to ask you something, since your brand is totally different, but I, I believe uh, that there's competition. There's also mm -hmm. competition. Oh. There's people that were here um, you know, uh, we're here first and there's a new people coming in who are younger, even you have different, um, somehow audiences or different, um, sure. somehow. Yeah. But how do you, how do you, um, for example, how do you deal with trend? Do you follow a trend? How do you keep yourself relevant, so to speak? Mm -hmm. And how do you, uh, keep your audience interested in what you do? Because you can't be doing the same thing over and over. Right. 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 It has to be. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is what made me successful, you know, and right. what they say, if it's not broken, you you, you don't have to fix it. But it's nice right. to be diverse and it's mm -hmm. nice to be, you know, it's nice to to, to catch up with the times. Right. Oh, do you, are you worried about that being relevant? Do you, how do you reinvent no. yourself, so to speak? <laughs> I don't I, I don't wor worry about what other people are doing and I don't have to do. I actually stay away from the trends because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. If it's not authentic, it's not sustainable. It's not going to be. If you're lying about something or if you're creating something for a trend because you want the attention that's not sustainable because it's not you it's not real and I, I have no room for that so i don't pay attention to the news 
I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't. If it's I not authentic, it's not sustainable. It's not because sustainable. it's not you. You're pretending no, to be somebody not. else. Absolutely. If you're lying to get attention, yeah. or if you're causing angst so that you want people to pay attention to you, that's mm-hmm. not sustainable. It's just not. You know, the truth bears out always. So, you know, be truthful because you can, you, you're always going to be you and you're always going to draw people who are attracted to that. And that's what, where the sustainability comes from. So that's what happens with me. I, I have my different programs. I travel the world and do different things. Mm-hmm. I have retreats. I have a variety of things that I do, but the world has 8 billion people in it. So yeah. people come, like you said yourself, people come and go, the young, the old, the trend that comes in and out. I don't need to have a trend. Somebody somewhere is interested in what I'm doing. And because I'm being honest and authentic about my life and what I do and my passion, there's always going to be people that want to that want to learn from me. Always. I don't have to worry about trending or creating something that's not me or authentic to me to draw people yeah. in. I don't have to. So, yeah, yeah. I... I don't watch the news. I don't have TV. I mean, I I, I, I don't watch TV on Netflix. Well. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have. have yet. I have I Netflix, have but I've never watched yeah. anything there. You know. Yeah. yeah, I don't bring into my life what 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 isn't you know authentic to yeah. me. What I don't feel good. I, it's all about energy for me and how I feel and what what I want to surround myself with, and that's that has sustained me because it's honest. So, yeah, I don't, the, ter- the trending thing doesn't, I don't care if 45,000 people see my video. That's to be, that's an honest statement. I don't care. The right people will see it because that I'm, a, I'm attracting that. The right people will see it at the right time. And then if they need my services, if they want to learn from me, I'm there for that. So, yeah, that's not wow. trending, but it's honest. So. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a very good advice. You know, it's something that, you know what? I'm going to get it out. I'm going to put it as a video highlight. But, you know, going back on what you said, there's something that I realized on myself, you know, um, because when I watch uh, people promote a certain, uh, for example, a tourist spot, you know, like a beach, mm-hmm. um, you know, they t- always talk about the beach itself. And, you know, it's fun, clear waters, blah, 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 yada, yada. But I made one video because this is just how I felt. I didn't I wasn't even aware that I was doing that. But when I went to this island, you know, because I love the ocean, any body of mm-hmm. water, yeah. um, I went there. The first thing that I did was I didn't book any um, island hopping or itinerary, you know, and then nothing. I went around barefoot because it's a small mm-hmm. province. It's a, it's a town. It's yeah. basically a town. I went around and talked to the locals. You know, I talked Perfect. to local business Perfect. owners. Mm-hmm. And, and dude, I found out that, you know, a lot because this is a tourist outside looking in you know everything mm-hmm. we see is beautiful because it's an escape we want to escape sure. so we want to be happy we see people you know uh, sexy men and women you know I have to I have to be honest you know I like beautiful women yeah of course <laughs> that, that's <laughs> one thing that draws yeah that draws to me <laughs> attention when I, when I travel like right. they want to have fun there because it's it's like what I said it's it's so shallow that's how it is promote mm-hmm. uh, but when I started talking to to um to one of the locals he talked about struggles you know, um, I understood that everywhere you go, it's the same. You know, the 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 uh, the struggles of uh, raising a, a family and and uh, mm-hmm. doing business. Um, the locals are not that happy. Most of them want to go to the big city and explore their sure. their you know opportunities there. And right. they told me that I want my kid to 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 get out from this island and to explore more. And because the world is big, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
somehow what they, they have been they they grow they grow in this tourist spot in this small island right. and their their mentality is very very somehow boxed that this is the only thing that they have um and a lot of them don't want to leave because right. They just want to be. They just want to follow what what their grandparents had. Like my right, grandfather was a fisherman. My my dad is a fisherman. I want to be a fisherman too. And right. Most of the most of the locals there, you know, most of them that I talk to, they have the same thing. You know, they have the same thing in their head. You know, life is hard here. Right. You know, life is hard. I want to leave. Right. And uh, tourists, I want to stay here because it's beautiful. It's of fun, course, sure, relaxing, but. To be honest with you, if you spend a little more time and to understand really what's going on, mm-hmm. it's the same wherever you go. Right. It, it doesn't matter which beautiful. country, right? It doesn't matter what country. You feel fascinated. You're fascinated because you're new, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But try being there. You know, stay there right. for maybe a maximum of a month. You will see everything. Um, and you will totally understand that, you know what, it doesn't really matter where you are because, you know... You know, it, it it seems it seems beautiful for you because of how you condition your mind. Right. It's you new. know, so you it's don't new. Yeah, you don't it's see new. the cracks. You only see the beauty of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know if you agree with me, but I've read an article about you know mental health, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I also it's it's one thing that I want to talk to you about mm-hmm. because I think a lot of um a lot of people especially traveling agencies and how they promote themselves one of the seminars i read that they study on human behavior and human oh, absolutely. emotions absolutely. and people tend to be drawn by oh my god i feel sad i want to go out i want i want to go to that place mm-hmm. because i want to be able to unwind and most of the study shows uh, shows that that you know it, it's actually somehow it's it, it there's a proof that it's effective but most of the time it's only advertising right it's advertising when you have right. to deal with with the expenses on how much you paid for the travel you know some people actually when i went to shargao this is in the philippines i met people from israel from mm-hmm. from california those are 14 hour flights with, with yeah. connecting flights that you have to stay at the airport for 8 hours right. and when you yeah. get there it's a small island it's just a small island and people are drawn to whatever they see because most of the tourists the island is you because that's their main uh, asset is for right. it's it's you know the tourist right because what they see is happy people and mm-hmm. that's it it's the environment that does that to you right. so you know mentally according to them I'm sorry I'm going to <laughs> mentally <laughs> what does to them is it tricks their brain into because how you sometimes how you think is how you feel, you know. Right. Um, it tricks the brain of making you feel good about yourself because you're mm-hmm. in in you're in a place you're just like what you say that's new. But by right. the end of the day, when you go home, when you go home, um, it's it's the same it's the same routine. You know, you feel bad because of the environment that you're staying in. And what right. they say is, if you actually situate yourself into a much more better environment, when when you're happy. Um, and the the working environment is fun. You know, they treat each other as family. Mm-hmm. Most of those people don't even want to go for a vacation mm-hmm. yeah. because it's the people that you go to, not the place. Right, right. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's how well, I that's felt. That's the connective part. Yeah, that's the connective yeah. part. Right. That's the difference between 
just marketing a place and actually marketing exactly. the people. And that's the absolutely, difference. Absolutely, Marie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Because, you know, when, when I started having to converse with locals and how they talk about their struggles, my mind changed a little bit. Like, dude, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to listen about, you know, to, to the story because I'm here. I, I I want to. I want to somehow um, eliminate reality. You know, shut down mm -hmm. reality for a while. But right. you know, the locals becomes your friend, and the it's the same thing everywhere. People complaining about their lives all the time. Like, oh, man, <laughs> you know, how much did I did I, did I make for today? And this one guy, I swear to God, he's a friend of mine on Facebook. I added him. Uh, he told me that I have to pay everything here alone, and I have to pay for the lot and uh, the rent, and and I have to pay for people and. You know, I have to wake up every day and to, to go to the market. And this is a small restaurant. Sure. And yeah. It's just bitter about everything in an yeah, island where... That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, that's just, you know, that's his own perspective. And it's... it's Exactly. It's just a yeah. matter of, of switching that perspective. And I think that that's the, the difference is that you have to... You have to find that within. So escaping that's to why a different place. I find yeah. authenticity with, with how you promote and how you do yeah. things. Absolutely. Um, it has to be that way. Otherwise, it's like I said, it's not sustainable if it's just going to be a glass, you know, kind of like pink rose colored glasses, as they say, if you're going to put those on, I, I I, don't subscribe to that. It's not who I am. And I don't think that the people ultimately are going to come back. I want people to come back and learn more and, and you know, make, make a promise to themselves to change their own lives in some way. And you can do that through travel and connecting. And it's the people. Yes, it's the place because it's beautiful, but it's the people that yeah. make the place beautiful. Exactly. And that's that's Absolutely. the connection that you have to build. Yeah. 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 I have just last two questions. Okay. Um, um, Marie, um, from your travels, you know, I, mm -hmm. I, 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 I suppose, uh, three questions. And the first thing is, <laughs> how many countries have you been to? Uh, 54. 54. Yeah. 54. Which one? Okay. Four questions. Which one's your favorite? Ah, <laughs> uh, so in terms of connectivity and people and just culture, it would have to be Italy, Tus Tuscany specifically. Wow. A small okay. town called San Gimignano is my favorite, mm. absolute favorite. It's my heart home, I call it, because I'm just very connected to the people and to the culture and, and to their daily lives, because I've lived there for seven uh, months at one time. So um, that's okay. In terms of beautiful beaches and and people as well it would have to be um, probably hands down i have to say some of the islands in indonesia i love that there yeah, it's I amazing there. there i want to it's go there. it's yeah. beautiful yeah it's beautiful i've seen the videos it's mm -hmm. it's amazing yeah. Yeah, it is it's amazing. amazing um i also love thailand thailand's beautiful too the smaller islands of thailand i'm not a big city person i don't necessarily love that again people are People are different in cities because of their rat race and because they have, you know, yeah. higher a higher stress level. So I like the the people that are out there living in their their simple mm -hmm. lives. That's that's really me too. Find a culture. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same way. You know, I don't mind the city if the yeah. opportunity is there. If that mm -hmm. if if the money is you know the greener on that other side. But when when right. you're talking about vacation, I don't definitely. I'm not attracted to skyscrapers and seeing people no. <laughs> and seeing a Bugatti no. and a Ferrari. No way. I, I, no. I want to go to nature. No. Um, I, I, I want to ask you, um, when you talk about um, traveling, mm -hmm. um, what have you learned? What have you learned? You know, what have you learned by far uh, within yourself from mm -hmm. being into different places and different, uh, different countries and different cultures? Yeah. Um, how's, how has it impacted you as a person? 
I'd have to say that's a very good question, actually. So in terms of what I've learned from traveling is that yeah. we're all we're all the same. We're all connected <laughs> and we're all the same. We all want love. We all want acceptance. We all want to be heard and seen. And, you know, we all want that. So in those terms, regardless of the culture, regardless of the food, regardless of the beautiful sights, people are people. doesn't matter what color or religion they are. We're just all connected, right? And when you give that a chance, that's where you learn about yourself and what true happiness is. And that now we're all just here kind of just helping each other along. And if you allow that to be, it, it, it turns out to be a pretty beautiful life. And what I've learned about myself is that, you know, I'm accept I'm more acceptable, I'm more giving and loving and, and give myself grace and give other people grace. And you know, I just it's it's more about that connectivity to other to people and to who they are. I'm very much more tolerable. Um, I love learning about religions and cultures and and accepting and a lot less judgmental. 100% less judgmental of everybody because we're, again, it goes circles back to just we're all here helping each other. Wow, that was beautiful. 